day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 21 of Shop Talk. It's Jennifer and Carrie here, and we're less than two weeks away from the season four premiere. Um, while we wait for season four, though, we're going to focus on the ever so sassy Sergeant Gray this week. But first, I think it's important that in our news section, we have a little support session after that season four promo dropped last week. Um, today, at, as of Monday, September 13th, we got um, promo pics so, <laughs> and behind the scenes photos, like a 401. And yeah, so, oh yeah, in um, episode two of season four's like description, yeah. so. Well, and they've since dropped like multiple like little shorter promos yeah. um, since the first like major one. I can't believe that was only like. It was actually like ago. 10 days ago. Yeah, when yeah. they dropped the first promo because I unfortunately missed all of the breakdowns, so. Yes. and then caught up to it at four o'clock in the morning so that was fun awesome. um but yeah I mean let's be honest like the fandom lost it and we're still recovering from everything and then they just keep like sharing it each day and the cast members do and so we just continuous continue to lose it um but we're gonna unpack all of the news which is a lot before we talk about Gray's big moments because this episode was really funny not just for Sergeant Gray but like yeah it was just funny all around um so the news or as we're calling it this episode is the shop talk support session because we need it um and the first promo that they kind of dropped was like i don't know it had like 15 seconds of the actual promo but it was just like a like a recap of what happened in season three so the one thing that I was like hurt by is when they bring up that Chenford is happening and then they say, maybe not. That was too soon. Look, I know it's been like five months, but it's still, it's still too soon. And I'm like bitter about it and it hurts. So I'd See, rather I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Cause like, that sounded like <laughs> something I would like do. Yeah. And, like if I was in that like producing room, like I would so do that. I understand it from a like smart angle yeah. oh like, yeah it was just like seriously it's too soon but also like they're gonna clown us forever over it so yeah um other than that i mean like we said the promo is just attached to it so then wasn't it like an hour later or something they dropped the full-length promo yes like episode specific yes okay i think so. um yeah do you want to take over what we got sure. in that um well as you guys know the first thing we're obviously going to talk about is the hug like hello we have to um yeah um and like so people have have gone on to say that it looks like it's at nolan's house don't exactly know although since the promo photos dropped it they are like seem to all be gathered at nolan's house um so it's quite possible that it, that it could be there um and obviously like high height difference like can I just say that like but it's so evident in their hug it's so nice I didn't uh, realize like how like I knew that there was a height difference but I didn't realize how much of it until I saw the picture of them standing next to each other and I was like okay this I can really get behind yeah no it's so good um and then like Tim goes to hug Lucy um his hands like kind of disappeared in her hair um 
like Tim's in a hoodie the whole whole look there guys like god bless the wardrobe and judging by okay so I think like Emily figured it out from the rookie rewatch and it's like the hoodie that Eric was wearing when he filmed that video for the rookie premiering in Brazil and it looked like he didn't have a shirt on underneath so I was like okay (laughs) I'm here for this yeah yeah I just I mean yeah because there's so much like I don't know they had a lot of like dark clothing in Mm -hmm. the promos too which is like brings us to our next like point of them in blackout gear which is always a fun time too so I don't know it'll be interesting to see like how they eventually change out of their like wedding wedding attire yeah Yeah. because Wesley was still in his tux wasn't he when he was talking to all of them so it's like at what point did they switch out of that and why did he I mean he was probably just like running like around um right but yeah I mean like Eric's cameos when he was like yeah you're gonna more than a crumb sorry that's a whole like loaf of bread please that is like (laughs) I mean, everyone was just like a crumb. No, that's like everything that we ever needed and more. With, with, I was not expecting hug. it because, like, I know we've gotten it from other shows, like yeah, couples that are like actually together that hug, but like haven't gotten a non-canon. I wasn't expecting it to be hug. in the promo. No, I was like, that's interesting that they would put that in their promo like that. But I mean, I'm here for it, so yeah definitely and then oh they obviously they're standing like very close together obviously need need more of that all of that like we're so good with seeing that um and Tim's in a is it a Henley is that what he's wearing in that one scene yeah that's another good look all, all the shirts that we've like since seen on him for like 401 or like in yeah what we've got in the in the like in the whole episode whole series of the rookie all of it yes all of it yeah top notch I mean I literally wrote in our outline Tim and Henley that's it like that's it that's the tweet I mean that's that's it <laughs> that's so. the bullet point yeah that yep. we have yeah yep oh, I mean yeah. You know, I got recognized by a cast member on another show for just saying like their name and that's it. So, I mean, that's just my <laughs> brand now. So, that's so true. But I mean, then there was this line, and I just, we all lost it at that point when Tim's oh, like, yeah. You shouldn't be alone right now. And it was the soft voice. Yeah, soft Tim voice. So just, nice. We don't, I wonder, well, it was like, like it was played over the hug. So, I mean, they could have just, like, took that and put it somewhere else, you know, in the episode, but I have a feeling that it's with the hug, and if it's not, I'm totally cool with that, but I'm gonna think that right now, so, yeah. Yeah, That's where we're at. Yep. Um, And then there was a little bit of Lopez in there, Um, and La Fiera has taken Angela to Guatemala City, so yeah that it was just sad like seeing her so emotional and worn down and just like I mean there were tears like running down her face as like Lafayette like walked by 
I mean, I know that she's going to kill it, but I'm not ready to see that side of her. Like, especially right. because there's other little moments in the preview and like other moments that have taken place in the fandom where we're all thinking other things. And That's yeah, true. it's just not, it's not using the nerves. Um, another scene that gets me in the in the promo is Angela's no as Wesley's getting pushed inside of the car mm-hmm. I mean her no like I feel that in my soul because it's just like you can hear the pain in her voice and then Wesley's face like can we not hurt him please mm-hmm. like not hurt him not hurt her like please just let her finish out this pregnancy like fine please and then um yeah them getting separated like I pretend I do not see it I can't (laughs) I cannot think about it like think about them getting separated and I was like looking like in that overhead of that like bird's eye view camera shot that we get real quick I was like trying to see if anyone else from like their team had like managed to get you know by or like were there with them but I don't think so I think it's just them seeing and Wesley doesn't have blood on him at this point remember because didn't we had a behind the scenes moment where it was like John and Wesley like obviously Nathan and uh Sean with like blood on them yeah so yeah I don't I don't know we're just bring the popcorn because season four episode one is gonna probably hurt us all so yeah there's that gif of like gray with the popcorn that someone tweeted um um earlier on the timeline and um yeah that'll be that'll be yeah popcorn tissues and just a lot of i don't know alcohol or whatever you drink alcohol yeah whatever you drink that can help you cope with the pain that i'm sure that we're that we're going to uh endure so you're great role models (laughs) well good i mean some people do so Um, yeah, other little moments that, you know, we felt were unnecessary to bring out was, um, Tim driving the ambulance in a white t-shirt, just plain white t-shirt. It's a good look and it's hot. So (laughs) yeah, I've been waiting for that moment to come back since like the season one finale. Good. Yeah. Well, someone even tweeted, like, wasn't he just in the back of an ambulance, like two seasons ago or whatever? Mm-hmm. yeah now he's driving it so and he's looking great while doing it <laughs> yeah I want to know who he's transporting and like where he's you know I mean he just right. looks like he was a man on the mission in that so <laughs> I don't know but I'm here for it um and then we hear Nolan say like we've got a problem and it's him Nyla and Tim <laughs> and Tim calls over the radio and says we're going to plan b now these promos could be like very edited like to where it's like the beginning of the episode and then the end or whatever um but I really want to know what plan b is like right well because we see like other shots there's like I think it's Wesley and Nolan running to the helicopter in one of them and then it's like there's Lucy and Gray running on the street in their uniforms and another one so it's like I don't know one of those scenario well and then like the helicopter like goes over nolan at one point and that's like how the promo ends so yeah yeah it's consistent with that is that's how it seems to yeah go so i feel like i don't know if that could be like a a 
cliffhanger of like you we might see whoever's getting like taken up in the helicopter but then we don't know like their fate maybe I don't know well and I want to know that we've got a problem because we'll talk about it in the other one in the other promo because they like adjusted it a little bit and it seems like it's buddied up with Angela like going into labor early so Um, I don't know Mm -hmm. I don't know but no uh September 26th cannot get here any soon any quicker I was about to say November and I was like wrong month (laughs) I goodness could you imagine I could not if we had to wait any longer than we already have to yeah I mean it's only 13 days away but like honestly it feels like an eternity Mm -hmm. um then there's also like stills of lucy with the rest of the group and by stills i just mean like screenshots because people have been screenshotting the promo and putting it all over the timeline which me i appreciate that yeah (laughs) um but people have noticed that lucy has on a necklace that she gave jackson and then in the clip of her and tim hugging she has the ring on so she's wearing the jewelry that the men in her life gave her oh okay yeah i mean you know it's fine i don't need feelings what are feelings don't know um yeah so then we also see chen and gray are writing together so that'll be fun and i can already say that we need more of it please because we've seen gray and jackson we've seen gray and nolan but we've never Mm -hmm. seen gray and chen so yeah because we even saw gray and uh nyla in 208 which i know is a while ago now but still at least we got yeah haven't yet seen uh lucy and We've oh, even great. seen Gray and Angela, but they weren't on duty then. It was when they were driving to that like memorial service or whatever, or parole mm-hmm. hearing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean the looks and the outfits, like we've said, like they just are top-notch. Chef's kiss. And I'm here for it all. Um, our good friend M on Twitter, she's at Cuzarsis Epic, pointed out that in the promo like when gray has his gun drawn and he's like going to hunt someone down or something he has a black band around his badge which usually means like that's when an officer has lost his life on the job but in the earlier part of the promo he didn't have it on so i'm thinking it's just like the scenes are probably edited out of order but uh i just don't know I don't know. So this has like really escalated everyone's series on Jackson more because we have not seen him in any of the promo picks. Like literally any, nothing. Like we thought, everyone thought for a minute that there was Jackson in one, but it turned out to be Nolan. So <laughs> that kind of just like made it more concrete that something is happening to him. I mean, they literally, there was no mention of him. And like, no. no mention of him being missing in the rookie like recap from season three it was all like angela's missing. True. i didn't even think about that but yeah so mm-hmm. i mean listen if he's leaving if titus is leaving can we just like write him off like don't kill him off so that he can come back because mm-hmm. yeah. there's no reason for him to be killed off but yeah people had some theories about jackson leaving Mm-hmm. and yeah then um like we had mentioned there was a different like a little bit of a different promo because they included mm-hmm. just a few different scenes so do you want to yeah. take us through that yeah well because I had actually seen it while I was watching something else and I was like oh that's different I should like 
you know, <laughs> tape that and like put it somewhere. Cause I was like, I didn't want to like freak out just by my lonesome. Like I needed more opinions about it. Cause I couldn't really, cause there were yeah, slight tweaks that are different. Um, there's a shot of, uh, like Wesley is like kind of run, like running, um, away presumably from, um, someone or maybe he's running to like Angela or something I don't know um and there's also like an uh like office shot like they're back at the district of uh it's Tim Nyla Gray and then whoever like Jennifer said everyone thought it was could have been Jackson on the far left but um it's actually Nolan um and they're like looking up at something so I don't know if it's like they're watching like a news report maybe I don't or know, like a ransom video of, or something. Yeah, because they've had lots of like, uh, like far, uh, like pulled back shots of like the helicopter flying or like other, you know, different things that look like it could be like a, you know, could make it into a news clip or something. So I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Don't know. Um, but yeah, so it's slightly different um, scenes that were shown. Again, still with the same shot of. Nolan at the end with the helicopter going uh, overhead. So, yeah. Was that the one also where Wesley's like, I think she's having the baby or something? No, that was a, okay. that was an even different one. That was a a shorter. They've oh. had like thirty second spots and like yeah. fifteen second ones. Yeah. The one where there's like possible labor discussion is in the shorter fifteen second one. Yeah, and that was like the third promo that was released. And then we still have sneak peeks to come, guys. Like, well, you know what? We'll probably get those like next week. We will. Oh my goodness. Crazy. I'm so ready for my shows to come back, but I'm also like not ready to face the doom of like my favorite characters. So, Mm -hmm. but I'm ready to collect any end games that tv writers are willing to give me this year i mean i got lucky last <laughs> year but like they're still chenford so uh-huh. yeah um yeah so then we did see some theories on the 401 promo the first one that dropped on like september 3rd um yes. and jenny luhu four on twitter shared a text like that she sent to her friend and she had the following theory of like what if lafayette says that she killed jackson but she was lying. So for most of the episode, they all think that he's dead until the end. So their feelings will be genuine with hurt and pain. But Chenford will still have that moment and walk away with the notion of if you ever need anyone to lean on, I'm here. I feel like that's what we're all hoping and thinking for. I can see it though, because like in the, I think it was maybe the second preview or preview, excuse me, promo. Um, like Lafayette's look at Angela was like very much like a smirk like a knowing like Mm -hmm. that she knows something that Angela doesn't know and so I mean yeah because it would be a a cruel cruel uh trick to do but it it kind of fits I don't I feel like Lafayette wouldn't want to put that like pain on Angela I don't know I just wouldn't I mean well gosh I don't yeah I don't know because I know we have another theory I think about like in regards to like Lafayette's feelings about Angela and like her baby 
Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say this because I'm like going to get attacked, but I don't know. Oh, do I say it? (laughs) Um, Don't even know. I, I don't know. I almost, maybe it's because like, we're not attached to baby Bopezia. Like we're only attached to the idea of it. But like, if I had the choice, if it came down to Jackson or baby Lopez, I think I would rather save Jackson than the baby. Like, oh, like if I had a choice, if, if Lafiero was like, you know, it's either him, whatever, like, I don't know. I, I'm not here for that in real life. Like, honestly, no, but fictionalized, like if I, cause I'm attached to Jackson, like, please, that, that dude is my, That's my comfort true. animal. I still go back to the self-sacrificing though, like, cause Jackson, I feel like would. Oh yeah, he definitely would. And then the rewatch episodes that we did this weekend only solidified it more, Mm -hmm. you know, and Amber, when he's like, I would personally watch over your baby in the hospital. Like, oh my God, that was just, oh, those episodes were hard to watch this weekend, but Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, I could see Jackson being like, no, take me. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just like, oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that she would have the guts to do it, but I also could see her trying to like get revenge, you know? Yeah. Cause she's, I mean, cause since Lafayette's son is gone, it's like, she's very much like an eye for an eye kind yeah. of, but like, I don't know if that'll mean like like literally or if like she'll want to try to hurt you know like Wesley or Jackson yeah to like make it you know an indirect but still the same kind Mm -hmm. of pain of losing someone that Angela cares about I mean like it's Angela didn't like shoot her son right so it's not like Angela's the one that you know got him killed but right I could still see Lafayette like taking it out on her yeah yeah so that was one theory do you want to go over Jen's theory uh yeah so um Jen uh at uh killing Portia on Twitter uh pointed out that in a still from the promo that one of the people getting in the car that Angela's in uh when she and Wesley are like separated it looked like um it could be Patrice um it was like blurry but it very well could be Mm -hmm. yeah and so like I don't know I mean because it it could be possible Mm -hmm. um yeah I'm not really sure though like I don't I don't have a lot to say on it because like I don't I don't know enough about Patrice like as a character to like know exactly how she could possibly get roped into that unless maybe like because she is the wealthy one I mean obviously like Wesley's family has money but like obviously his parents are the ones that have money so like if Wesley needs a jet to go or a jet excuse me a helicopter or whatever to you know like go to Guatemala like obviously he's probably gonna have to be like um I need money to get said transportation like now I mean I feel like it's plausible but I don't think that she would do that to her son. Yeah. Like, like she's evil. I mean, not even like evil. We've seen her like 
you know, butt her way into the wedding planning and like, but yeah. butt her way into their relationship. But I don't but she, like think, mellowed out some. So I yeah. don't know. I don't think that she would like go to the lengths of like separating them, kidnapping. Like Unless Angela. she just somehow is in wrong place, wrong time, like actually trying yeah. to help because she was at the wedding so you know she could have been like walking by or something and seeing Angela I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know I have a feeling that we're gonna see a lot of old characters come back like we've kind of seen it in the promo in the mm-hmm. promos so I don't know it's plausible but I don't think Patrice has that in her yeah. I don't think she would hurt her son like that and especially like well we don't know if wesley's like siblings have kids or whatever but especially if it's like her first grandchild i i don't think she would go to those lengths mm-hmm. but we'll go ahead and share the tweet again because yeah it was interesting we did see that like overhead shot and we saw you know it was obvious that someone was getting into the car with angela and it looked like it was patrice but yeah. um and on not uh, on Twitter is at not Chenford. And she brought up that Lucy leaned into Tim so fast that she, like, she really needed support right then. And he was able to recognize that and give it to her. That's what we call growth. Um, and that, you know, like she used to not be able to stand him and now she's looking to him for support and comfort. And I mean, yeah, yeah, totally true. But we had Ellie share her theory too. Do you want to go over that? Yeah. Um, so Ellie um, is at uh, Helen, Helen Sharp, but instead of an A, there's an X in the username. Um, her theory is that she thinks that the team is going to try to rescue Angela. Something goes wrong and Wesley ends up getting kidnapped too. Um, and so that's why they say that, or that's why Nolan anyways, like we got a problem and switched to, mm-hmm plan b um that's why angela is you know yelling like no like because she you know obviously it wasn't a planned thing so it's obviously very distressing to her um when they're we don't even know if they're really reunited at that point but like when when she goes into labor early um he doesn't have blood on him at that point does he no okay so I wonder, like, if when they get separated, he's going to be, well, he's going to be tortured or something because we, well, we see, know that I'm, behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, because, like, this is what I'm thinking. I'm just going to put this out here. Like, because obviously, yeah, like we said, like, later on, obviously, Wesley's going to have blood on him from something. Like, because we see in the very first promo, it was him, like, with a close-up of the um, gun that's pointed at the back of his head. Yeah. I feel like someone's going to, like there's going to be like a rustling and like the trees or whatever. And then like Wesley's going to duck and then whoever ends up actually being shot, like maybe their blood gets on him. Oh, I know like it's splatters. Like yeah. Very graphic and like, ugh, but like, I don't know. So it like splatters. I could yeah. see that. I could mm-hmm. see that. That's where my head goes. Um, yeah. And like you had mentioned the bagel ceiling girl. So like Paige, um, she had pointed out that it's the bagel ceiling car window like smashing girl that has the gun to the is back it of his really head. is it the same person yeah and i noticed in the promo where like angela is going into labor um she rushes back in i don't think yeah. it's i don't think it's la Fiera. but then 
Camille Gaby shared a, um, a picture or something of the stunt doubles and uh-huh. it might be La Fiera. I haven't had time to go back and look, um, but I don't know just by, cause the, the woman looked like a lot. I don't know. She looked similar to La Fiera, but I was like, I don't think that that's her. So I'd have yeah. to go back and look, but the bagel ceiling girl could be, cause it's all like connected. So yeah. I don't know. And I remember Wesley like going up to that van and like, like uh, threatening that guy. So, I mean, Wesley could have it out for him too. So oh, boy. I don't know. we're in for an, a roller coaster with this premiere. That's for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go over the next one? Um, yeah. Um, I actually don't know. Do we not have a name on this person? No, They're it's just anyway. the it's just um, the app. Yeah, their user is um at t seven eight nine, uh, ten oh one. Uh, pointed out that Lucy wasn't crying when she and or when Tim went to hug her, and she'd be like absolutely like devastated and broken mm-hmm. if something were to happen to Jackson. So they you know are thinking oh maybe they're just playing us um because like as we had mentioned earlier like they could take tim's words of you shouldn't be alone right, right. now and put them over another Trenford moment um i mean know, magic of editing so he could just hug her because like the whole and someone pointed out this theory like maggie did um that the whole like jackson and angela kidnapping well I think that we're assuming that Jackson's missing. Like we never actually right. saw him and the rookie's not pointing that out. So, I mean, right. at this point, like, are we assuming that he's missing or are well, we just assuming that he's missing? Well, go back like, to the self-sacrifice left. thing. Yeah. Cause yeah. like, I feel like Jackson might've been like, have seen something before someone else did. Right. And then he's like, oh shit, I gotta go like do something. Yeah. Um, but Maggie had said that it could be triggering Lucy and that she's not doing well and he's worried. That I could see more so than like, you know she's just like upset because Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know I mean I could I could see it like triggering Lucy it'll be interesting to see like you know if we do find out any of her feelings yeah so I just yeah I don't know because I remember I like was talking to my mom about it when like the first promo came out she's like what are you like she's like what are you watching I'm like oh they just released like this promo and I'm like there's I don't know because I like originally was like I don't know of any other reason why Tim would be hugging Lucy unless something were to happen but yeah. I didn't consider what Maggie had said about yeah it could just be a triggering thing which is totally possible yeah I mean I don't know you had like messaged me on all of our platforms text Instagram Twitter uh, and you were like um are you alive and I was like barely but just because I had just woken up <laughs> I know I forgot about the time difference I'm sorry and then well no it's fine because I was like fine so I mean I was one had no wi-fi and then second I got wi-fi I saw that promo and I was like wow welcome back and then I think I like came home and passed out or whatever and I woke up at 4 a.m and just proceeded to blow up your messages and like two other Mm -hmm. friends that like I got them started on the rookie and I was like I'm fully aware that it's 4 a.m my time but I'm sorry I just who knows when I'm going to be able to do this again so yeah I even texted my friend Kristen who's she's still on you know like season one with me um, (laughs) or watching and I was just like I literally texted her I'm like I don't even care that you don't even know who Wesley is but look at Tenford hugging (laughs) like 
<laughs> she doesn't we're not there yet we're not she's not there at the like she doesn't know who wesley is she doesn't understand wolfez yet i love um, that you're like i don't even care if you don't know who wesley is but chunford hug that's yeah. it like, like chunford hug <laughs> and i mean i absolutely adore wolfez but i was just like yeah. having a major oh yeah i think everyone like whether i mean you'd like the other shift or not and the other characters like everyone was just focused on the chunford hug i mean it was gift and like nothing flat yeah it was just too perfect and you know i mean they're probably gonna clown us with that hug like let's be real (laughs) they clowned us with the fake out confession so and they're still bringing it up five months later so Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um speaking of that hug um did you want to go over jen's other yeah so uh jen at killing portia again shared a tweet and she took the picture of lucy and tim hugging at 401 and then lucy or tim holding lucy close in 211 and drew that parallel and it hurt it hurt deep um but emily from the rewatch also drew the parallel that that you shouldn't be alone in season the you shouldn't be alone line right alone right now line um in season four is similar to two tens go get a drink with another human in like a different way but um because i saw someone else was like um i don't know if it was m or someone else on twitter that we interact with a lot but they were like like tim's the one that's like not like tim's gonna be the one that's going to be there for her instead of him encouraging her to like go you know like hang out with someone else he's like being open enough to like have lucy confide in him so he better be there for her this time that's all i'm gonna say or i'm having some words with someone (laughs) (laughs) and that's probably gonna be you like i'll be yelling at you fair um yeah we'll just be yelling at each other back and forth i mean our texts half the time are like in all caps so um but then i don't remember who said this on twitter but like someone else said that it looks like the guy that Nyla shoots in the hospital and the rookie is back promo is the guy from the undercover op that her and Lucy did. Um, and I don't remember his oh name, gosh. Um, but he's like a blonde guy. Um, <laughs> dang it. I really wish it's like Mark. Am I just making that up? I'm probably pulling that out of thin air. You, I don't, it's it. drawing a blank right now on me. But, if anybody knows please let us know yeah you guys listen because like this. i can't even find the tweet Tell us. yeah but i know I that either. i saw it and i thought that i liked it or something um but yeah i don't i just have a feeling that we're gonna see a lot of like old characters because the rookie does a really good job at this like That's like true. kind of ending one storyline and bringing like someone else into it um yeah, yeah so and then our good friend Paige at ran underscore page sent us theories uh, via DM and she had a lot. So we summarized like what she thinks. Um, and her first one was Jackson dies rescuing Angela and she's so distraught that she names the baby after him because we had seen those stuffed animals with the J on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also said, which I think at this point we're all thinking at least that she names the baby after him. If she doesn't, then we're all clowns. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I could see her naming the baby Jackson or like Jack or something. I don't know. I could. Yeah. Whether he dies or not. Right. Yeah. No, I can see it. 
Um, and then she also said, what if Jackson hasn't died? He was just kidnapped and really ends up being the hero and saves the day. See? That there one I go. can get behind. I yeah. can. Like, like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, cause maybe Jackson like notices something's up and like, he's the uh-huh. one that first goes after Angela. So yeah. I don't now, know. Like, I don't know. I'm fully aware that he very well could die. And like, you know, I'm trying not to manifest. I'm like, I'm trying not to think about that. I'm trying to be a little bit more optimistic and if if I get clowned for that then that's fine um I've done that with other shows before and I'm like I'd rather prepare for I don't know the worst but not like I don't know talk about it as much I don't know think about it like I'm trying to push it to the back of my mind right. but yeah I'm I'm aware that that could very well happen um do you want to go over her next theory uh sure um Oh, this is interesting. I didn't I didn't read all of these. I have to confess. I didn't read all of these before we started recording. I'm so sorry. Um, Jackson is missing for an extended period of time, like a multi-episode arc. Um, and then Paige is theorizing that Stanton's possibly behind it, like that he hired some people to like take and or try to get rid of Jackson. Yeah. Um, that is definitely interesting because yeah it would it would set up a good season four storyline uh-huh. at least for like a few episodes yeah um but if that's the case then that wedding seriously needed to like have some like top tier security because God, there was yeah. some craziness that went down yeah i don't know i could see them bringing back sin well because that's what i was thinking of when you had mentioned that like the rookie's so good at like bringing back yeah. characters i'm like oh remember when they brought back stanton and like no one was expecting it because my jaw yeah. was on the freaking floor when he was back in season three towards the end so i could see it but i don't know i don't know that, I could that would be it, but i don't want it yeah <laughs> that's where i'm at yeah it would be an interesting storyline for sure yeah because then it's like well they get angela back she's fine hopefully um and then they still have to go after so i mean it would be like the first few episodes would be like manhunts for these officers mm-hmm. and i don't know we see the rookie like tackle you know like um i mean they did with the rosalind dyer stuff but and we don't see them like take on like heavy topics i mean we do here and there but not you know i mean the cases are more like funny you know oh my gosh outlandish things sometimes but it would be interesting to see them kind of like look for their own Mm -hmm. um and then the next one that she had was jackson gets injured badly and is in the hospital for a multi-episode arc and everyone mourns the death of smitty who performed a final act of bravery to save jackson uh i don't know smitty was in the van that was transporting lafira Mm-hmm. that would definitely be like un- not unlikely but I mean like surprising no, yeah. not even surprising either but just like because we know Smitty and Jackson have worked together before and they've kind right. of grown closer um, yeah no other words come to mind besides that it would be interesting if that if he is some- like if Smitty is somehow like worked back into yeah. the storyline um i mean again like if it comes down to it i'll you know i'd keep jackson around if it meant like losing smitty even though like i've 
I like Smitty and I think he's funny. He adds like comedic element to it. I feel like I'd rather save Jackson if like if we had to pick and choose like that but yeah um and after Paige shared her theories like she had messaged us and she said that she was convinced early on that Jackson was gone but then thought why would they why would the rookie kill him off and make it so blatantly obvious a lot of people have actually talked about this that it just seems too obvious to be true um And so Paige said that she thinks it's a red herring that the rookie writers are probably trying to throw us off and shift the concern to Jackson from someone else. Mm-hmm. I could see it, but I don't know. We've seen other shows just like totally just disregard that they had a character around. So it's just weird the way that he would have left things then. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Paige theorized that someone else could be in danger like Wesley. And I mean, let's be real. Well, Angela will turn out fine, I'm sure. Um, but if Wesley doesn't, plus Sean's not a regular on the show yet. So, you know, he it's comes and goes. Know of anyway. yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they could hurt Wesley. It would set up for an interesting storyline with Angela, but I don't, I don't know. I, we've, I've seen it in shows before where they just like, disregard that a character's been there there's been no mention of them so i wouldn't be surprised if it's not a red herring and they're not like trying to throw us off but yeah. it does seem like really obvious yeah. um well, and like, it is i was weird. talking with someone on twitter um about it and they had because like i've never at least not in all i talk as if i have so much like professional experience within the entertainment industry but just like in all the research that, I, that I've ever had to do for like previews and stuff of like television shows, I've never had two promos be dropped in the same day, yeah. maybe in the same week, but not in the same day, which is what they did with the first and second. Like preview. the rookie recap and then the longer yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know if that, cause like that made it kind of obvious too. Like they're trying to really play up like, where is Jackson? obviously not here but like where is he i'm gonna be pissed if they do kill him off though because he is the only um like lgbtq member on the show Mm -hmm. and he's a person of color like Mm -hmm. we would really go there that it just doesn't it seems so overdone at this point and it just doesn't seem right especially like the rookie they have what we've talked about so much diversity that like why why do they need to do that yeah and i feel like they have so much like it's an angle that's very well like respected like jackson being yeah um within the you know lgbtq community and then but like you said also being a person of color so it's like and he's gone through so much already like in season three like i feel like it would almost be like a disservice to the season three storyline he just went through yeah well and like kill him and writers on other tv shows have like written off characters and killed off characters and then they come out and say like oh well we just couldn't write them write for them anymore if they do that with jackson i'm gonna call bs on that because there's so much more that they could have wrote for jackson west and we have ideas yeah and like him being a legacy cop like his dad i mean there was so much more that they could have touched on with that like it just doesn't seem it just would be silly for them I think I mean 
the only way that I'll really accept it is if it was Titus's decision to leave. Because right. if that's the case, then fine. Um, but I mean, if they were just like, yeah, we just need to add drama to this. Like, let's just, you know, off a character. Like, no, we don't need to do that every time. They don't kill off many characters, but like, no, you know, don't. We, we don't need that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just so weird too, because Titus has totally been MIA from social mm-hmm. media. I mean, we've seen it like before we've mentioned, but like, I don't know, they're doing a really good job, but even Alyssa has been MIA too. Yeah. I mean, she's not like that active on it anyway, but like, yeah. Although she did post for her birthday, which was yeah. fun. Um, um, yeah. And then I noticed something else that I'll mention later too, because I don't, I didn't really think about it until we were just getting ready to record. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's true. Do you want to cover the other rookie promo? It was slightly different from the first two. Oh yeah. 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 So this is like where, um, the like mentions of Angela possibly going into labor, uh, are happening. Um, and it's obviously like we mentioned earlier, it's not, it doesn't, appear to be Lafiera that's like rushing in um and it could either be like it could either be like a second kidnapping or like the first and like maybe Lafiera is not behind it at all like maybe she's also taken like taken or kidnapped or like somehow yeah a victim in this situation too well and I just thought about it like it could be her like Camille Gaby's stunt double for some reason yeah and then like the camera just caught it at a weird angle I don't know possibly I'm gonna have to go back and watch that promo now knowing the knowing the behind the scenes like stunt double thing so I don't know um and then at Murph Allo on Twitter had tweeted that in 309 Angela was 12 weeks long so is the baby coming early and then Tay brought up um, that she could be faking it to distract Lafiera. Okay, I obviously watching 309 for this weekend's rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela was 14 weeks in that. So we don't know in the rookie world how long that time span is between th- 309 and 314. Um, yeah. But I would think that she's at least like 20 weeks along. So, yeah. I mean, it's possible that she could go into labor early. Like, you know, if she's later on in her pregnancy i think yeah. she's probably faking it though yeah i could see it i mean i could like i said it is possible yeah that she could go into um labor early yeah um but yeah that I, would I set up for a good storyline too just kind yeah. of seeing how she navigates that and like you mm-hmm. know the baby in the NICU or something yeah but i feel like it could be like a smart kind of plan for like Wiltez to try to distract Lafiera by making yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you want to go over Scout's theory? I mean, it's kind of similar to what we just talked about, but. Yeah, um, so Scout um, is at, uh, it's Hales Upton, that's a Q instead of a P, in the at, um, I just want to make sure I get these right, guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why we put these in here. Um, but anyway, um, they said that like what if Angela is faking being in labor to get Lafiera to release her but then Lafiera finds out that like this is what they're planning and so mm-hmm. that's why 
uh, Angela and Wesley are separated, like, because they're, like, recaptured after trying this, you know, escape route. You know what I was also thinking was in, I think it was the same in all three promos, is when Angela and LaFiera, it looks like they're standing outside and kind of, like, looking up at something. Angela looks like she's almost, like, crouched over, like, holding Mm -hmm. her belly or something, and then they look up, so. Yeah, she does look like she's in, like, she's not doing or something yeah Yeah. so i wonder if that's like the helicopter landing to like take her to you know safety or something or if they're watching someone else because she looks like she's pretty hurt like like her facial expression so i don't know and like even the lafayette's like expression like in comparison to angela's very like fierce and like mean yeah obviously we also know though that they that they have this like uh, like to friends trope yeah like this weird. odd female maternal type bond going on from season three so i don't know if it is like you know maybe angela somehow appeals to like lafiera's you know once maternal instincts to like try to get her to help yeah her out in some way i don't know <sighs> yeah so many things guys. um not even done yet <laughs> <laughs> we're only on page five of 14 of our outline so yeah um but nikki our good friend she's been on the podcast before she's filled in for both of us um yes. she pointed out that lafiera looks like she's desperately trying to protect angela on the way to the hospital what what we were just talking about with the helicopter like flying over them mm-hmm. um and you know, so that she can deliver safely, which is odd for someone trying to keep Angela captive. Yeah. But I think Lafiera being a mom herself, like she wouldn't wish ill will on that. Yeah. But I feel like. But see, it's just this whole thing. It's like this like duality because like she still has a maternal instinct, but her son is gone. So it's like, yeah. it's this like once was a positive thing like she had a kid her kid was fine now it's a negative because her kid is gone yeah so i don't know lots Um, of things and then just like something that i noticed in the promo was we saw nyla and tim working together and we need more of that like please season four just give it to us yeah do you want to take uh the next few points do this to me (laughs) just kidding Um, I have nothing I have nothing against them but I just like oh god um because it's Nolan and Lucy there's this TV guide article that came out um it's Nolan and Lucy are holding hands um not okay let me rephrase that because it's not like they're standing up frolicking through a field holding hands guys okay it's like they're sitting sorry well, because that's just what I think of when someone's like, they're holding hands, like, oh, they're a happy couple. Like, no, they're not. Well, one, they're not happy. No, they're not. A, two, they're not a couple either. Um, no, it's just the way that you said it. They're not like, um, but anyway, like they are, they're sitting, I want to say it's in the roll call room, I think. It looks like they were sitting on like the back of the couch. 
I don't know. See, I thought it was like a table on the roll call room. Maybe. Maybe it is a couch. I didn't even notice that they were holding hands at first. So I didn't either. Um, But I did notice that the TV Guide um, article mislabeled uh, Miss Melissa O'Neill as uh, Alyssa Diaz, which was not correct. And I was like, TV Guide also messed up on another thing, though. So that's true. They did. Uh, (laughs) Because, like, I had a mini spiral because I was like, oh hell no not Lopez and Nolan what the like what the fuck is happening like I was like what is this like they have never had but like two scenes together like why is this a thing (laughs) um because like that was not it was not Alyssa it was Melissa which then reminds me of like their behind the scenes thing where they joke about their names being similar yeah but but anyway so it is sorry I digress way too much (laughs) um it's Nolan and Lucy holding like their hands are like over top of each other's um but yeah like we said it's not in a not in a promo or anything at least not as of right now when we're recording this um lord I hope it's not coming (laughs) promo. I don't need to see that in video format even though I will on September 26th yeah um it was just a still image so um and then um oh I don't want to butcher this person's name is it Janine Layton on Twitter yeah I think so um had theorized that it like that that is happening because Jackson is either um deceased or just very badly hurt um and maybe that like they're like having some kind of like like prayer or like you know like just talking about it yeah um before they go to like meet up with like Wesley and the others um that I could oh, see when you wrote like, my notes I didn't even notice that they were first holding hands I didn't all I saw was a Nathan or uh Nolan and Lucy and I was like what well, see, I couldn't get just had the hug. Like, yeah because like I couldn't get past like I said that they had mislabeled and I was like because my I like was like staring at Melissa's face for like five minutes trying to figure out this is not Alyssa what are they talking about see I think I had pointed that out before I even like noticed the hands and I saw someone else's tweet and I was like wait they're holding hands and I had to go back and look and I was like wow they are also we just got the Chenford hug so like new seat whatever they were called cannot come back <laughs> yeah you don't need it no but no. yeah I don't know it it would be it would make more sense to see them have a moment I think versus like John and Tim or something about Jackson being missing you know I mean even Chenford too just because like they're the closest to Jackson believe me I still want a Chenford moment but like right but it's like the all for one one for all like that we just saw over the weekend with the rookie rewatch yeah um they're like that trio is like you know it's they stick together so it's like obviously they're gonna still lean on each other (sighs) yeah um yeah do you want to go over the fan the quite possibly the best fan reaction ever for the love of god (laughs) it's so funny it absolutely killed me i mean Um, i still watch it and laugh because i'm just like this is too good yeah well and it like oh man it's just i mean because i've seen the office um so that obviously it helps um in just knowing how funny that show is but yeah um so we're pretty sure everyone's seen it by now but there's a super popular video um it's like a the um it's a like fire drill scene from the office um and it has um like 
it's been edited to show like every moment from like the rookie promo um and then every like office character is like interacting with that i they're hope like i'm a explaining different, that well enough they're like but, a different reaction or a different part of the promo yeah like mm-hmm. that, or yeah. a different like fan like fan uh yeah. fandom or like group or like a different um you know a couple other people like you know characters from the office were like labeled as like eric and melissa even like and, like the west lows and yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah no but it's so funny like so funny i don't like i find something new to laugh at every single time <laughs> i watch it same yeah and um melissa commented on it and um she said that she had shared it with the cast in their group chat um yeah and so like that's really cool and it's also uh sean approved as well Mm -hmm. he uh quote retweeted retweeted it it has over eleven thousand views now holy cow and it was so and uh shared it on september 4th which was like a day after the promo so so she like worked quick on that but like it's just so good i love it it's so good when melissa had like tweeted that she shared it in their group chat i was like okay i have three questions for you melissa one what is the name of it because it has to be a hilarious group chat name um two is titus in that group and three where is titus the people need to know like come on <laughs> please share please true. um so true. but yeah we'll have to share it again like if you haven't seen it you need to see it if you have seen it Go watch it again yeah i mean there's <laughs> there's no limit to how much you can watch it i mean it's hilarious um but we wanted to share some of our favorite parts so i've never seen the office but i've used you gifts and stuff to, you really have to it's so <laughs> funny um but i've like shared gifts and stuff of it and i was just like okay now 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 the gifts make sense like where they come from mm-hmm. um but my favorite part, one of them, is when Michael Scott throws the overhead monitor out of the window and just yells help. <laughs> because honestly, that's the same for me. Uh. <laughs> and they labeled it like, what was it? Like the, you know, Tim's, you shouldn't be alone right now. Line yeah, I was like, Tim is like, still freaking me. out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's me. Please. I feel like personally seen here. Mm-hmm. Um, Another funny moment for me was the clown music as Nolan Sands and the West, like Westlows were interacting. And, <laughs> and it was just so funny because it just starts like playing that circus or clown music or whatever. And I was like, this is accurate for how the fandom's happening. Um, and then I loved it's like so weird. It's not even like a rookie. Well, it is rookie related, but the lady that was like, labeled with the all other twitter fandoms part was just standing there and saying like what's going on <laughs> and i i like just could not stop laughing at that point it was like i i missed the initial freak out so i can only imagine that like that's how other especially people that don't watch the rookie but like follow you know others for different shows or whatever that they were just like what's going on yeah because like people in my actual life because i'm not like a fully fledged like fan account it's like my own personal twitter that like i've used for ages just like people that don't watch the show Mm -hmm. at all they're just like 
what is happening like why is everyone freaking out about this well and like I know we've talked about it a few times of like a lot of the one well not a lot of the one Chicago fandom but like pretty much everyone on my timeline watches the rookie and they also watch the Chicago show so like I know that anyone who doesn't watch the rookie and just watches the Chicago shows was like what's going on like all these people are freaking out and sharing this same gif and these same screenshots but yeah it was just it was too funny but yeah Michael Scott throwing the overhead monitor out of the window it felt personal and that will be me when Chenford happens like you know (laughs) it's just too good it's too good just as like help oh my gosh yeah I also loved when he came out of the office and he was you know telling everyone to like stay calm and stuff and as he's doing that the Chenford picture just keeps getting bigger and bigger and he's like stay calm oh my gosh I love it I think my I think if I started watching the office Michael Scott would be my favorite character oh yeah I feel like I would relate to him the most yes with my chaoticness so so funny like yeah yeah um yeah those were also a couple of my favorite moments too just I mean like the every everyone stay fucking calm like um that is me reacting to like when the promos kept coming out like because I was not expecting like two in one day and then like you know over the last week we've gotten a couple more um but yeah the part that gets funnier to me every single time is like the Nolan stands knowing that like Nolan for once is not like the main focus of this major situation um versus the like Westlow or like Wolpez stands um and um ironically the character in the office um the blonde haired characters uh named Angela as well which is um, yeah ironic and um when she throws her cat up up to the guy is just so funny when he's like nah like I can't do this because <laughs> it's just it's so accurate to like how I'm sure that like Nolan fans could be like feeling like relieved like, yeah oh it's for once it's not you know John that's getting yeah. himself into trouble although he's gonna you know I mean at some point go to Guatemala and go you know get himself stuck in the middle of it again but you know yeah. it's just what he does so I don't know I just and then the cat just like falling out of the ceiling tile. I was like, oh my God, please don't let that be like baby wolf has his face. Yeah. And just like the I also have to say that like uh the uh Jim and Pam being labeled as like Melissa and Eric was also too perfect because like they're it's just so funny. Like the what's happening. Like we all know that like the rookie cast, at least that are active on social media, probably have seen the majority of fan reactions. Yeah and are like oh no we didn't then, like pause this but in yeah. reality they they're okay with it which is totally fine by me but then like uh jim being like i'm getting out of here like <laughs> that's gonna be them on the 26th i'm sure that or they're gonna stay off until like at least east since uh like c- central time zones have seen the episode and then they'll right, be like, okay, it's, it's time to come on and create some trouble. Yeah, because I'm always like, since we're both on, well, you're on Central technically. Yeah, we both like, watch on, it the first time around. So. Yeah, so yeah, but then I'm always up at like, you know, 1 a.m. and then there they are. And I'm like, okay, hi guys. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, so that was 
it on like the theories and the promo breakdown. Um, and then we were blessed with the episode description. So at first we obviously got 401 um, that came out. I don't know. I think it was like late last week. And then today we got 402, like Mm -hmm. shortly before we started recording. So it was like perfect timing. Um, So 401 is um, Officer Nolan and the entire team race against the clock to locate Lopez after she's kidnapped on her wedding day, not only to save her life, but her unborn child's. So some notes to take away from this episode. Alexi wrote it. So, I mean... Like, if we're not happy, I'm not saying blame him, but like, I'm also not, not saying that. So (laughs) like, if something happens to Jackson, we will have questions. Um, And then Camille Gady is starring, a guest starring, which we know that. Um, And then Kamar De Los Reyes as Detective Sergeant Ryan Carradine. And then Kyle Sector as Agent Sam Taggart, which is Sam Taggart, the blonde one that Nyla shoots at yeah it's not Ryan Carradine because Carradine Carradine's a detective that Angela works yeah works under or whatever sergeant um yeah I think so yeah yeah I'm not sure where the heck I got Mark from we'll just forget I ever (laughs) said that guys I mean I I don't fully know if that's his name it's still drawing a blank on my mind but um yeah i'm going with that so do you want to take us through episode two's description yeah um so it's titled five minutes um it's uh officer nolan and officer chen's run in with an infamous thief uh tips them off to a potentially big heist surrounding the getty's big gala event um meanwhile nolan works up the courage to ask bailey out on a date so obviously uh jenna dewan is back as Bailey um we're also going to see uh Dylan's back as uh Tamara Collins um then we also have uh True Valentino as Aaron Thorson uh is it Trista Trisha uh Helfer as Claire Ivy and then Aaron Ledick as Robinson is the official press release so, so I think this is the episode where we saw bailey in like the firefighter's costume and then also like wasn't it a police oh no no no! it was someone from the military yeah well because then she also had that like floral dress at one point yeah that was like kind of close in relation to that remember and like her Mm -hmm. and eric were doing a scene together or something Uh, yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. 402 is gonna be a good episode um Yeah. yeah so I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but let the episode descriptions and promo photos commence because I'm ready for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, okay. They dropped the promos like September 3rd. Didn't they also drop the pro- poster that day too? Yeah. Was it like a day? Yeah. They just dropped yeah. everything that day. Really and did. I had no Wi-Fi. Had thousand posts. Um, yeah. After dropping said poster. And that was the day that I had no Wi-Fi. And I was like exhausted. So <laughs> I felt, I mean, I had a lot of catch up to do. So um, the poster was released and Jackson's our biggest worry because he's not on that. Um, right. But also Wesley's not on that, right? But Wesley's also, or no, Sean's not a regular. So that. I think they only include the regulars. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah so like we're just not even bringing up the fact that he's missing gone you know all of that um but then as i was looking at the poster more i noticed that all of those images are like their headshots from last season because the nylon one is in our header and angela's is from last season as her as a detective so it's not like it's new key art no. um it's like headshots that they put together so they very well could release a new poster after the premiere like because you know so. they don't want to like give us any spoilers right. um but i would think if that was the case then they wouldn't put angela on there yeah unless they just like want us to assume that no matter what she'll be fine i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting because i feel like shows have done that before where they release a poster and then it's not like they're like concrete one for the season so but i mean it's not really easing our nerves right now whether or not they're going to mm-hmm. release a new one but yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah i don't know and then like i know i had texted you that they uh dropped promo photos mm-hmm. today um well spoiler tv had released like behind the scenes i mean they had also dropped the um promo photos too yeah. but i had actually gotten them from the like press site itself um everyone looks so good you guys i I think clothes blackout gear i typed it in that line is the oh my god janice voice from friends because it's just like this was everything that we needed on a monday so true so true i just like i just can't get over like the trio of like tim lucy and nyla like yeah that's so awesome and like i need more of that too yeah and nyla looks gorgeous so does lucy tim in plain clothes never fails us like we never lose (laughs) with with tim bradford we never lose um no jackson obviously um but i also found it interesting that there's none of like angela and wesley Mm. like Mm -hmm. you know how some shows i mean even if they have characters like in peril or you know like kidnapped or whatever they'll still like throw in an image or two of them so true. we don't we don't have that of angela and wesley yeah maybe i'm not worried i just find it odd yeah i don't know maybe it's because i mean like sean had posted the one of course there's pictures of nolan of course they kind of have to though because it's nathan's the main yeah character but there was like what two of him or something yeah it was mostly of chenford <laughs> sorry now sorry <laughs> it's like you don't sound like you're complaining i'm not no yeah but it was good i mean i liked that they had quite a few like group uh or like trios and like duo shots too which mm-hmm. was uh cool and yeah. had one of gray which was good too because it's still his appreciation week guys even though we've gone on yeah, this long tangent yeah i promise we're getting to his episode like we mm-hmm. are we just have a little bit more news to go through it was a busy like two weeks so it's, come, it's all come back mm-hmm. um yeah so like the promo photos and they're so high definition like high res it was like <laughs> i appreciate all of this i mean i was texting you like zoomed in <laughs> i swear i don't know how you put up with me like i really don't i really don't 
Yeah. Well, I mean, because I sent you all of them and I was like, ready, set, go. I'm going to just like send you 25 photos. Here you go. Enjoy. And they weren't coming through. And I was like, I just know that she's getting ready to like, like put me <laughs> through it. And I was like, I know what she's sending. Like, I know what. She, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we have promo photos now. Yeah. All we're waiting on is sneak peeks and then the actual episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was one day where the rookie was filming at Santa Monica Pier. So all we mm-hmm. saw were videos and pictures of Nathan and Melissa. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Eric also shared a cameo while on set there. Like he I did know. a cameo. So cool. um, it's because it hasn't been shared on Twitter. There isn't like anything major like spoiler wise. He's um, kind of lax on that lately. And I'm like, dude keep giving it to us please he's done so well though bravo he's blessed us so much um speaking of which like it's an odd piece of news but emily from the rookie rewatch asked him a question like i don't know she was chatting with him or something and it's not a cameo but she tweeted about it um and like we'll share it again but it was basically this uh she had asked do all of the cast members really wear vests underneath we can really only tell that Tim wears one and we saw it in 120. Um, but it doesn't look like anyone else wears and wears one in regular non-action scenes. And Eric, who is so committed to his role, had said he's the only one that wears a vest, but he really likes the way that it looks and he feels that it's important for the wardrobe. So since it is like what a real cop would use, and no one else likes it, likes the way that it looks, so they avoid using it. I don't notice the vest though. Um, I guess because I'm thinking of the Kevlar's that like other cops put over them. Like I know that they wear one underneath. That's true. I, I don't um, know. I guess I'm. Maybe I guess I have to pay more attention to like him yeah. in uniform. <laughs> you would well, think that I do already, but I don't. <laughs> apparently. Well, yeah, because we don't see it. Um like you don't see it regularly because it's not like they have like their uniform like opened up so you can like yeah. see it or whatever um yeah I don't know um yeah and then especially with like the blackout gear and stuff obviously it's like dark clothing you're not gonna be able to like differentiate yeah. a lot in those either so I don't know I don't know I found it interesting um she also asked if about the desks in the bullpen and when lucy and tim were talking about how hard it is for a bad cop to get fired in 304 she said are those desks supposed to be assigned to anyone in particular and will tim get his own office as a sergeant emily did the lord's work with asking these (laughs) questions because like i never even really like thought about them i guess i don't know Mm -hmm. i just figured like they were just desks that everyone just sits at um or does paperwork at and so Eric had said that the desks in the station aren't assigned to anyone in particular. They sort of just use them as it works for filming. He hopes that Tim does get an office, but it hasn't been established yet. Maybe in the future, since Gray is um, the main sergeant and watch commander, he, you know, like since Gray is the main, the main sergeant uh, watch commander, like he'll always have one, but Eric hopes that like in the future, Tim gets one. Yeah. Cool. I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Lucy try and decorating it, like try to like Please. add her little touch to it. And Tim's like, so funny. no, but then he has a picture of Kojo on his desk. He so would, or like in it, like one of the drawers or something. Yeah. Um, and then he would like definitely sneak a picture of Lucy in there too. 
Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. Was it also Emily that was like about um I know someone had asked Eric about like the like he and Melissa being so in sync all the time with yes. their like movement. And he was like, and I didn't like, even notice I, that. Yeah, he was like, I didn't notice. There must just be chemistry. I'm like, y'all got some damn good chemistry. Like, good work, you two. <laughs> like, God. Once bless. again, Eric does the most. Like, mm-hmm. we'll answer fan questions. We'll give spoilers. Oh, I mean, he he loves the fandom, guys. He does. And also. I think he stopped using the word to see. Yeah. Someone yeah. else has pointed that out. They were like, you know, we've come so far. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Jenna Dewan was back on set on September 7th. Uh, the Simon Fire turnout gear is failing. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, well, no, I don't. I'm not going to say that that's it for the news because we still have like, you know, four more things to talk about. You guys we swear we're almost done <laughs> well because we have the behind the scenes image of um like eric and melissa were on set in the shop and like she was driving yes. you know yeah um she yeah, was driving and he was laughing or something yeah so don't know if that's just like them goofing off or if it's like actually gonna you know like a rare tim smiles gonna make an appearance or something <laughs> like i don't know i would like to see it did you see someone tweeted they uh they didn't zoom in on the shop they zoomed in on the guy above like sitting on the car and they were like asking for a friend how does someone get this job please i just think that's so cool that like someone too. else drives the car like mm-hmm. as they're going a lot like yeah i just no, I like i'm so fascinated by the film stuff mm-hmm. like i don't know i i can't even explain it i'm just so fascinated by it so yeah do you want to cover Rachel's article? Yeah. Um, so she um, she writes for uh, Screen Rant, and she has done a bunch of different uh, rookie articles uh, in the past. I know we've mentioned a couple, but this one happened to be uh, specific, uh, like Tim Bradford quotes. Um, and Eric, like, quote, retweeted it and um, then, like, tweeted it again in a separate yeah. thing for it. Um yeah, because Tim is like, you know, obviously like is very uh like tough exterior. Like you don't often think that he would be a funny character, but he has he some has of the moments. funniest lines. He has his moments. Yeah, including one from this week's episode, um, yeah. which is so fun of like, I don't have any sunblock, but I could bury you up to your neck in the sand and put a trash can on your head. And like, he's like so serious about it too. He is like he would legit like just to get the guy to like shut up in the scene yeah. would put a trash can on his head and bury I mean, him in the sand. No, why I would probably do that too. Like if mm-hmm. I was around Joel McKin, like the character yeah. that he was around, <laughs> yeah. I would probably do yeah. the same because he mm-hmm. did get annoying. But I was also like, this just makes for great Tim Bradford dialogue. So it really does. yeah. I mean, yeah. even just scenes in general. I mean, as I was watching it, I was like, I am going to thirst about Tim Bradford this week. <laughs> <laughs> I literally texted you that and I was like, I'm not even sorry at this point. Like, I'm not. Yeah. No, I know. I like, I was like just having a time with like Tim and Nolan pairing up in this episode. It was so fun. I was like tweeting as I was watching. Yeah. Cause I um, just had a lot of yeah, we have some good stuff coming in that yeah. section. And, uh, yeah get ready for like peak chaos right there yeah yeah no, it'll be good and then like as always um eric and roslyn um they actually already dropped their uh new episode of he said Andy ho 
um, which it featured um, uh, Daphne, Josie, and Laura, um, who were on Rosalind's show, Fantasy Island. Um, and that airs new episodes uh, Tuesdays. And guys, it's finally the time. Eric himself is going to be on Rosalind's show. We are getting rugged, foresty looking Eric Winter. With hiatus beard yep so good i don't know who we have to thank for that but like thank you so good so. i mean like probably it's probably Rosalind was probably like no you're like gonna do on the show like go on the show because like they enjoy working together so god bless yeah Rosalind for yeah making that happen i'm sure um so. and then our good friend the m who we've mentioned quite a bit tonight um at cart because our sis epic on twitter she created two new designs for rt public store so they're both jackson west related because you gotta pay some you know like some homage right. to our favorite our right. favorite rookie cop um and then yeah just go check them out if you haven't already when um, i say like i want them on like everything that i own like i kid you not like i <laughs> legit do like i want stickers yeah. i want a shirt i'm i've already put in it <laughs> things like it's so good you guys like i yeah because i can't draw anything ever yeah. so i like i i'm a little like cr like creative on photoshop and stuff but not near like that this is why so. i write this is why i don't i don't do the artistic <laughs> things i can do some graphics but yeah nowhere near her caliber so yeah go check them yeah. out like right now yeah i can do some and you'll be seeing those soon on our twitter i mean did the rainbow thread which you know yeah, it was just so a fun. random thought that just came to mind and i was like sure so why fun. not and then it talks to carrie and she was like let's do it and i was like all right this is fun we try yeah. to make it fun guys, and we had know. enough characters for each color of the rainbow so was, yeah that was good um the jackson one kind of hurt the most though because <laughs> Okay, one, I created them before we even saw the promos. So, That's you know, true, I mean, Jackson, we just figured like was yellow because bright and positive and like, you know, a precious human. But yeah. then, like, tweeting it after the promos, I was like, I can see how this hurts and it's probably gonna, like, yeah, be a little sad. So, yeah. Um, and one last piece of news, I promise is that we are now on amazon music so if you listen to your podcast there you can find us there um we're also on audible i don't personally use audible so i'm not exactly sure how we go on there but yeah so we can be found there um and it's all of the episodes so yeah go check it out if you use amazon music otherwise we'll get into the episode do you want to start with sergeant gray our yeah. spirit animal Oh my God. He is just like, Richard, if I ever get to like speak to you, thank you, sir, for portraying this character so well. Like, I can't like, oh my God. Cause I just like watch interviews with him and stuff too, though. And he's just like, so fun. And just like, yeah. no one can portray this character like he can. Um, but we chose this uh, specific episode. I don't even know if we've said it. It's one, one seventeen, Um, and uh, we chose it for gray because it like shows his leadership skills but then also like there's still some sass in there um and like sarcastic moments but like obviously it's not negating the serious to-dos of like the crisis situation which in this episode happens to be the 
uh, earthquake that happens. So yeah, it'll be, I'm excited to talk about all yeah. of his moments in this episode. Um, it fast was like right off the bat too. Like legit though. Cause it was like, literally, I mean, I think I tweeted, I was like, not even like five minutes in and I'm already dying laughing. Cause it's just like, yeah it's they're in the roll call room which I miss scenes like this when they're all in the roll call room like I hope we can get a couple more of these in like this coming season for like season four yeah they said first season three it was because of COVID yeah but I mean we still had some in the roll call it just was different Mm -hmm. yeah but um so they're in the roll call room um well we'll mention the actual like cold open a little bit later but um, for the sake of afterwards, um, they're in the roll call room. Um, Gray is running down a list of all the changes that the new captain is making. Cause this is one seventeen. So yeah, the episode uh, before was the unfortunate um, end of Captain Anderson. So that was sad. Yeah. Um, to have, but um, yes, there's a new captain. Uh, it's making all these changes. Like no more boots on top of lockers every officer has to give a citizen a business card and like he went on this like um to add that like if they refuse a business card you have to write up a report on why the citizen refused a business card um and just and like Angela being a whole mood was like sir with all due respect this sucks yeah and great like I don't know how to explain it exactly but he just like delivers these like lines that in theory if you don't know his character would be taken like seriously because he's like ours is not to judge you know like we're supposed to you know this this is what you know the district needs is like this kind of reform right now um but like you could just tell the undertone of his voice was like yes I'm aware Angela I hate this just as much as you do yeah (sighs) yeah um and the new captain this is like literally all I call him in my notes is the new captain i don't even know what his name is that's terrible i don't he might have had a name but like he was short-lived so <laughs> yeah i don't know if he know. his name was um but anyway so the new captain came in um interrupting gray in the middle of roll call um gray just like gives him this look of like what the fuck like i was in the middle of speaking um well, at least that's how i interpreted his look because he was like he just gave him a look like seriously we're really doing this yeah legitimately in the middle of talking and he just like hops on in Mm -hmm. uh, asking him to get you know an updated uh vehicle list or whatever and he's like yes sir i'm in the middle of roll call but i'll get that right to you you know like right afterward um and he was like well while you're here do you have anything inspirational to say to the day shift and the captain just kind of looks around and he's like it's that um like couple beats of music that they use for like those awkward kind of funny moments um and then the captain finally is like did you tell them about the boots pause yeah and like that was it he was like everyone's just like looking at him like lucy's got like this intrigued but like not gonna take his bs look right and like nolan's wide-eyed jackson's Mm -hmm. like what is happening like Tim like looks over at Talia with his arms crossed and he's like I'm not dealing with this clownery like what the fuck is this <laughs> that was usual. probably my favorite thing well minus another Tim line so yeah yeah and just um 
Yes, and after the captain's kind of like, he just gives them the like, well, keep up the good work. And then that's like the awkwardness is finally over and he strolls out. Um, after that part is over, Gray kind of turns back to everyone and talks about the um, DA having a witness on ice that like needs um, protection. Nolan uh, is the one that volunteers to like do this, um, like to be the one to protect the witness. Um, Gray automatically is like, he doesn't usually assign rookies to this kind of detail and um, Bishop would have to agree to it and Talia automatically jumps in with like no forget it it's you know just about as fun as watching paint dry Um, and like what I thought was funny about it is that Gray is like looking back at Nolan like after Tim volunteers which Jennifer will get into in a little bit um it like kills me because he's just like his look conveys the sentiment of like oh this should be interesting like he's such a mood all the time you guys it's so great um and so he does assign um Nolan and Bradford to this detail and the next time we see Gray anyway, he's working at his desk um, when the captain comes in. Um, and we mentioned the vehicle list from earlier that comes back around. Um, the captain asked Gray if he, did he counterman his vehicle reassignment order? Gray just looks up. I think he's wearing his glasses too. Like he just looks up and he's like, oh, well, I thought that was a mistake. You reassigned all our extra shops to LAX. Um, and <laughs> he was like, well, what are we supposed to use if one of our shops breaks down? And the captain legit just looks at Gray super seriously and is like, well, we have 10 mountain bikes in inventory. We'll use those. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh, why? Like, and I feel like Gray kind of like, was probably thinking that too because his face was just kind of like dumbfounded like he didn't even know really how to respond to that uh, like I I yeah yeah like so that's kind of where they kind of end off with that conversation um Jessica shows up Jessica Russo who's dating Nolan at the time anyway of season one uh shows up in Gray's office hands him some coffee and he's like well what the heck are you doing here and this is like my favorite part of the episode I swear to god um because she's like your wife called said you were considering throwing the new captain out the window and he's like so are you here to talk me out of it and she's like or open the window like please I enjoy these two so much like an unexpected friendship like yeah friendship or like duo or just Mm -hmm. something like I don't know it's just so funny and so entertaining um and Gray was like this guy is like hurting morale like he's not doing you know like he's not good for what they need right now and Jessica was like it's your job to find a workaround um so which is kind of in a way I feel like what kind of the earthquake like propels Gray to do because obviously if the earthquake hadn't happened Gray would not have had to take charge more and like Mm -hmm you know finally get the captain off his back a little bit um so yeah so the earthquake is happening um 
Gray yells for everyone to get down onto their desks. Um, he gets hit by like falling debris. It's like a ceiling grate of some kind. Yeah, something. I think it's some some like, nail. It just like, it comes. awkwardly like came down, or it was like it was filmed, and it was just like, oh, what's gonna happen here? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a little bit of like an awkward kind of pause. Um, but yeah, so he's down for a second. Um, Jessica helps him back over to a desk, um, says that he needs stitches. He kind of brushes her off. He's like, it's not a priority right now. Like, he's kind of looking around. You can see him scanning the room because, um, like, he's more concerned about the well-being of the rest of the people in the building because he automatically is like, call out if you're injured. Like, you know, let me know so I can help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, even though I said that the earlier line was, like, my favorite part, that was my favorite funny line. My favorite, like, important or, like, more meaningful line mm-hmm. was his little speech of, like, yeah. we train for this first priority is assessment. We take care of our own. If, like, you know, if they, if people need to go home, like, that's fine. Do, you know, like, go check on your families. Um, and then he's, like, we skip to the old school part of the manual. This is a city with people in crisis. We will serve them. We will protect them. We will make them safe. Like, he's just can he just be like that he just needs more speeches like that give him more moments like that yeah maybe we can see gray give like a nice speech if like they do have like a sergeant ceremony or something for like yeah that would be nice i could see that happening (sighs) yeah please the minute that tim becomes sergeant lucy is going to give him the most doe-eyed lovey-dovey look whether it's at a sergeant ceremony or not so true so true it's it's gonna happen and i'm ready for it so yep. but then just like the <laughs> the pink band-aid oh my god and jessica taking a photo apparently that's just like that should be a running gag between like more character duos is like having people take photos of each other yeah. and try to take photos like because it doesn't Chenford, to tim and lucy yeah chenford is like the mvps at it mm-hmm. well because like after i watched 117 my hulu again was like oh you want to watch 118 sure you do um <laughs> and just kept playing and the first thing is like nolan looking like a porcupine and then Tal- talia was like trying to take a photo of him and i'm just like oh yeah like why can't that be a thing that like everybody does yeah it'd be yeah. fun i don't know like someone had shared with us because we had tweeted today like what's your favorite gray line and mm-hmm. I like the, you know, like the, no, I don't need a bandage. Like it's fine. And then, um, but I also like the one where he's like, I briefly succumbed to gravity. Please, that's my favorite one. <laughs> Maggie beat me to the punch and she tweeted out that gift. I was like, damn, I was going to use that. I mean, it's mm. just so good. It's so good. And I feel like, like if the earthquake hadn't happened or like he was hit or something and someone had asked him about the bandage band-aid that he would still say like i fell or you know like i succumbed to gravity something like that like he wouldn't make it sound like he was hurt right yeah he'd just be like oh the world shook i'm fine though (laughs) oh yeah um but yeah so great like he gets to work like he's you know making sure everyone's kind of got like a plan in motion um for what they're doing to kind of help out the city um, he's setting out a map. They're going to mark every priority one call since like the phone lines, I originally had written they were still down, but like considering the captain was able to get through mm-hmm. like a moment later, I'm assuming the phone lines are just overwhelmed um, yeah. with everyone trying to, you know, call emergency services. Um, 
but yeah, so the captain phoned in with orders for Gray saying that he needed to dispatch a unit to Bel Air to guard against looters and then dispatch another unit to like the captain's block. Um, Wade's like tempted to like not do it, but then Jessica's like, well, you know, that's not going to do any good if yeah you don't listen and like do what you're told. Um, so he, he, well, we're left to assume that he does until the very end of the episode for Gray anyway. Um, he's walking out with Jessica and the captain comes up to him asking why the patrol that was assigned never made it to his house and um, Gray didn't really like acknowledge that part but he was like if you want to file a complaint you'd be well within your rights to do so Um, and the captain would have if he was not getting promoted to headquarters Um, and when Jessica like the captain walks away Jessica was like well now how in the world is that guy getting promoted um Graham made a few phone calls saying his praises so that the guy would get promoted and even though he would get credit for all the work that uh he did today um gray like seemed okay with it he was like mm-hmm. no the people who matter like they'll know um yeah what he did to help out and i just like that line that they well of course they can't they can never not end with nolan like right in episodes but like if they did that would have been a nice like little moment to end on because like I just, love- I just enjoyed like the looking like he's looking yeah. out of the station like because he just cares so much and like he just deserves more appreciation guys we yeah more scenes for him this season more storylines for him too yeah more storylines more luna and gray because they're yes another canon couple that we enjoy we and, love like, seeing sergeant gray yeah. especially like in his commitment and care for the people that he works with mm-hmm. or watches over yeah. um yeah oh i love gray he needs more scenes like more i want to see him kind of out in the field more but i know that that's probably not going to happen besides for 401 maybe um but i would like to see more like heartfelt scenes too mm-hmm. like i'm hoping that there's a heartfelt scene between him and tim when tim gets his promotion yeah yeah. yeah i don't know or maybe like but like one between like he and lucy i could see maybe about like jackson yeah. or something um i wonder if I don't know. kind of jumping off like if um isabel will be brought up when tim gets his promotion maybe and it would be interesting if angela or gray brought her up like mm-hmm. i don't i could see lucy bringing her up and not like really like thinking about bringing her up it just kind of happens um but I would like to see like Gray or Angela do it just because I feel like they know him a little bit better yeah definitely and they know that situation better but yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so then there were some other parts of the episode that we liked because this was a really good episode it really was I forgot how good it was Um, it might be one of my like new favorite season one (laughs) episodes for sure um and like the cold open which i mentioned earlier um it was actually talia and nolan were driving um to pick up a grave robber quote unquote um and nolan just like had it in his head that he was just gonna go down a list and name a bunch of old jobs like chimney sweep alchemist and there's just these awkward pauses that like made me want to like smack him so like I can understand why Talia was like 
keep naming old ass jobs and your next one's gonna be at a medieval times like yes Talia I understand (laughs) sorry he just like I mean I get it it's supposed to be funny but like oh my god I was just like he not oh my god no it's hilarious because like I don't know it was just he was talking about how grave robber just sounds like an old job and I was like one it's not even a job yeah it's really not like it's a crime that someone does it's not a job it's not like someone pays you to go and like rob a grave i mean i guess someone good but just like cradle it's a crime either (laughs) like it's not a job none of those are really job neither of those are jobs oh Um, my god i just found it hilarious yeah um but then wait what would nolan even do at the medieval times would he be could he be like a court uh jester is that a thing i don't know if i'm butchering that time period or not if um, i have i don't even know so like in where i live there is a medieval times and i've only went like once that i remember i went to one in florida and i wasn't like totally like you know i mean i was paying attention but like i don't remember a lot of it yeah i can't remember i don't think he would be the prince though or the king at that point like you know that like rides up (laughs) yeah no i'm still going with uh jester and if he is like i don't know who would be like the princess or the queen um i would say like court gesture or um someone that's like fighting on the horses yeah i don't know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that's a funny thing to think about though Mm-hmm. and also really yeah grave robber is not a job so no, <laughs> that would have been okay what talia said was funny but it would have been funnier if she just looked at him and was like why why do you think grave robber is a job like it's not no. we're literally going to pick up this guy who's committing <laughs> right. a crime right <laughs> but yeah and then, of course, obviously, as the rookie does so well, they balance out, you know, a funnier moment with, like, a more kind of somber um, or serious note, um, which in this case happened to be Nolan seeing uh, Zoe's headstone over in the cemetery and going over to it. Um, she was 38 when she died on uh, her tombstone. Uh, epitaph was, like, improvise, adapt, and overcome, which was very fitting for her so yeah I found it interesting when Talia was like life goes on whether or not we like it and then she pauses and she's like okay back to it like I feel like she's definitely and I we've seen it she's definitely someone that doesn't allow her emotions to come up to the surface like she wants to push them down at all costs mm-hmm. you know like she does not want to show any like any sign of sadness anything so it was a good cold open though it was a more serious one than like we've seen mm-hmm. so yeah no it was for sure and now on to tim and john pairing up so fun i'm so here for you guys as i was typing this stuff out i was i texted you and i was like i'm thirsting over tim bradford this episode sorry not sorry like it's just happening i forgot like all of the tim goodness that we got in this episode um but as you know we mentioned before gray's looking for someone to volunteer to watch a witness and it's like protection detail uh when tally says no you know like it's we see that john's basically not doing it until 
Tim speaks up and he says he'll do it, especially since him and Nolan haven't had the chance to bond yet. And the way that he says that, he's just like smug about it. And he's just like, he's got his arms crossed. He's like leaning back in his chair and just like serious about it, but he's almost got like a smug look. And everyone laughs. I'm laughing. And Tim's sassiness and the expression just like make it the best. Um, also like can he please be sassy with me because I would give everything that I have for it um so then we jump over to Tim and John appearing in plain clothes John is in plaid it's such a dad look and Tim is in a black jacket with a gray crew neck tee okay we need more of Tim in uh plain clothes and John and plaid I mean it is a dad look but like we appreciate it at all costs um and yeah like I said we need more Tim in plain clothes thanks for coming to my TED talk so Tim is reminding John of the protection detail protocols and you know it's very by the book he even like gives him an acronym to follow which is loser without the e because the e is engage and he's like don't engage with the suspect or with who we're watching over um, so they get to the house and, um, the safe house and we meet ADA Sean Damani, which we see later again in 210. Um, and he automatically goes to talk to Nolan, annoying Tim, um, who obviously does not fail to remind him that Nolan is, that he's Nolan's superior officer and that John is a rookie, um, which I found hilarious. And he, and Del Monte even points this out. Um, but it turns out that John learns a little bit about Jessica before he like started dating her. Apparently she dated a Navy SEAL. And so John's like, oh, well, you know, what was that like? And so as Del Monte keeps wanting to talk about Jess Jessica's ex, Tim derails the conversation and wants the download on their protectee, who is Brad Hayes, played by Joel McHale. So Hayes worked on border patrol in Temecula and started using the police, what the police force taught him to help the other side. Basically, he charged the cartels a lot, of, a lot to smuggle people in and out. So Tim's expressions while, Del, while Delmani is explaining all this is just hilarious. I mean, that man gives some serious looks and they're almost like death stares in a way. Um, but yeah, it's too funny. So they have to protect Hayes because he's testifying before a grand jury the following day. And so as Del Monte is leaving and apologizes for the confusion, um, he's like, you know, I'm sorry that I mixed that up. And he thinks that I'm, I'm assuming that he thinks that no one was the superior officer. Oh, probably, <laughs> probably. And I know that I shouldn't be laughing, but like, it's so funny. It's so funny. And I think he even says like later on in the episode, he's like, I don't know. I would just think it would be like weird, you know? Um, but yeah, Tim has Nolan do a sweep of the house to ensure that there's no escape routes, etc. Um, and, you know, Hayes like tries to talk to John and Tim and, you know, John kind of wants to engage with Hayes um, even after Tim has said no. So he does respond when Hayes said hi. And then Tim just gives him this look like, seriously no I just told you do not engage and right. but like Tim's expression and I know that his inner monologue was like geez I can't deal with Nolan like you know <laughs> I thought that Lucy was bad or whatever 
as far as she's like not listening. Um, but yeah, so then like after some time we see Nolan shares the measurements of the house. Um, and you know, just like the square footage and all that. And I see he's flexing that contractor experience. That's good job, Nolan. You're bringing your past experience into your current endeavors. So like to see it. Um, but when Hay says that he's bored, Tim ever so sassy quips back with not our problem. And <laughs> we're here to keep you alive, not entertained. So step back and let us do our job. Tim Bradford, everyone, um, the sass master. But Hayes brings up that he read Nolan in the newspaper and he brings up Captain Anderson. Dad face. Like yeah. it's so and they play the music both times too. Like they're just yeah. trying to hurt me with yeah. the feeling. But he said that Nolan did some pretty heroic stuff and Nolan mutters, not enough. Again, feels. Um, but they do a good job of like drawing it back, like bringing everything kind of back together. Um, and Nolan enters the room where Hayes is sitting with his beer. And, you know, he keeps pushing Nolan, like letting him know that he can't engage. And he mentions that Tim, Tim is a real hard ass and no one's reiterating that they're discussing things like, you know, they're, they don't have time to, you know, like that they're not discussing. Um, they're not making small talk. So Hayes says he always forgets that no one is a rookie and it must annoy him to be bossed around by a younger guy. So I got him mixed <laughs> up with Delmonte, but yes, there was a line that said that. And um, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. Cause I'm, <laughs> I mean, I would think that it would annoy Nolan. Right. But, you know, I mean, it's got to do what he's got to do. So then Jessica calls and Nolan brings up the Navy SEAL X. They flirt. It's a little cute, I guess. I don't know. Like I said before, I wasn't a huge Jessica Nolan fan, um, but they were cute for what they were. Well, and I just thought it was funny because like Nolan, like as soon as Tim pops back out, Nolan was like, okay, got to go. Bye. Yeah. Like, it's fine. And yeah, like Tim walks back in and he says that the DA's office just discovered a credible threat against their guy. Um, and it's a cartel team. So they have to try to figure out if the safe house has been compromised. So Tim tells Hayes to sit back down. And when Hayes talks back, like Tim starts walking towards him, like he's almost going to like punch him. And then that's when the earthquake happened that we, that Carrie discussed earlier. So um, after it's happened, Hayes looks out the window after the earthquake and he says, like, are those guys supposed to be out there? I don't think there really were any guys because I don't think there so. were, then there would have been like more trouble. Um, but not at this point in time, there weren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, so he points it out to Nolan who hasn't stepped back from the window and Nolan doesn't even like get a chance to really look out the window before no, Hayes. So yeah. Before Hayes like hits him on the back of the head with the base of a lamp um which again I should not laugh but I don't know I just thought that it was like it was such a big base of the lamp like I mean I would think that that lamp would be heavy it was like a floor length lamp it looked like mm -hmm. um yeah. but yeah so then you know like no one gets up and if this fight happens and no one handcuffs Hayes so I mean I laughed when like no one like he like had his like palm out and just like literally just like smacked him square in the center yeah. of the face and that cracked me up I was like okay like good job Nolan you're down but you're not out yep 
Well, then Tim comes back and lets Nolan know that Nolan know that the radios and phones are down and that they're on their own. Done, done, done. Um, but Tim decides that they have to move. They can't take a chance of being in the safe house and, you know, like it being compromised. So Hayes says, that's obviously a bad idea. And Nolan is sassy and saying, you don't get a vote. You hit me in the head. I love that line from him because I feel like it's one of the few sassy moments that John Nolan has. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that he's as sassy as the other characters. I think because he has to be like the moral compass of the show and like be like, not the goody two shoes, but like always be the good, like boy scout in a way. Yeah. Um, so they hear a noise in the house and soon the house is taken under fire and Tim and Nolan are almost shot. Like it's a that, close one. That bullet like breezed right over Tim's head had he not ducked. And it then was it, a like, close on. Almost hit like Nolan was like on the ground too. And then you could see it going um into the counter, like where he would have been standing had he not it like ducked. almost hit Nolan in the face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. I don't know. This scene reminded me of when they were being shot at in the mansion in season three. Mm-hmm. You know, like when they were going to protect the girl yeah. and her baby. Which is also ironic because they switch, not literally switch outfits, but like Tim's in the plaid in season three and then yeah. Nolan in the plaid in season one. That's when we got plaidford. Uh, let that moment be remembered forever. Um, but it's yeah. It's too easy for me to come up with that name too. I'm pretty proud of myself for that one. Yeah. Um, oh, but just wait, just wait. <laughs> um, we definitely need more Nolan and Bradford. Like we, there's a partnership that we didn't know that we needed until we got it. Like legit. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of a partnership name for them. And I thought of Noel Ford and then I was like, that sounds weird. So then I thought of Nola Ford and I was like, that sounds a lot weirder. So then I came up with Brolin. (laughs) But wait for it. It's because they're like the bros, the bros who wanted to slash did date Lucy Chen. There it is. And I'm just, yeah, you guys can thank me later. Um, So I will be calling them Brolin from now on, Um, whether it catches on or not. Like I will be calling them that. One Tree Hill had... um brulian which was brooke yeah. and julian so it's not too like same vein kind well, of well and we have think partnership names for westlow so mm-hmm. we can have one for roland yeah. bradford and nolan i mean i don't know sometimes i just find that it's easier to just call them that like you know if i'm typing something out i'm like oh chenford you know it's right. it's easier than saying bradford and chen um right. but yeah so Roland, the bros who, you know, didn't know that they needed to be partners until they were. <laughs> and the one who wants to date Lucy Chen and the one who did. So yeah, common thread right there. Yeah. Yeah. A common thread. And one of them, well, yeah, one of them does not know that, you know, right. Lucy dated him. So I think yeah. it's got to be obvious to John especially after like working closely with Tim in season three, when Nyla and Lucy were undercover that Tim right. likes Lucy. I was I mean, just going to say, I was like, it has to. And like, if they, if Jenford does get together, like 
is John, like is John gonna get in on the bet that the fandom seems to like want to be canon that like everyone has going because like they have yeah. to have a bet there's no I bet mean, I will write one I mean everyone has to know at this point like I could see maybe Angela not knowing but like everyone else has to know yeah I mean I feel like Angela would be like one to like confront Tim yeah. though if she did find out because I feel like she's like busy with her baby yeah and also so she's going on right now and so I feel like maybe if like Wesley somehow heard about it and then he was well, like you'll yeah. never guess well and like if she's still a detective like you know she's not gonna be at the district a whole lot that's true so I don't know I feel like maybe if you know Jackson does you know I'm not gonna say it but we all know what we're thinking um if he does and then like she is just overwhelmed with being a mom or whatever like she goes back down to patrol i don't think she'll say detective i would like to see it but i don't think she will i don't know definitely it'll be it'll be interesting to see especially like if tim like if around that same time like tim gets promoted yeah and then angela not not that she's getting demoted like you know stepping down when like another is stepping up kind of thing. yeah yeah um it would be interesting though I don't know I don't I see Angela kind of being like the last one to know for some reason or like mm-hmm. to really figure it out like I would say that that would have been Nyla too but after the wedding after the scene, wedding yeah it was like I don't yeah. something for sure yeah um but yeah so we have that rolling now um and tim throws a smoke bomb or something of that it sort. was like a canister and something. Then he, shoots the, he shoots the canister and i just want to know like where he was keeping it at because i feel like at any yeah, I don't know, moment that could have went off yeah yeah um but you know like somehow he's able to get out of there and i just have to say he's so smart like he's <laughs> such he's such a smarty pants love him so resourceful yeah it like comes down to it and like i mean some of it's probably like from his military experience but like i'm sure high pressure and high stakes because jay hall said mpd does that like he's the one that will (laughs) throw that too so i'm sure that it's yeah um but then (laughs) i'm laughing about this because we um so like I wrote this in the outline and then like you commented on it and you right. were like I thought about that too and I was like great mind but also we share one brain cell um, <laughs> comes to them but Tim holds up in an orange SUV and why am I thinking of Tim driving Lucy's car I thought it was Lucy's car so I was like what is she less like what did like someone steal her car in season one already before tomorrow <laughs> it like what in the world is happening like i thought oh, and, then, and then why is he driving it again like who knows? Yeah. but like also why does he look like attractive well dri- i don't know he just stands there and he's attractive so i don't really know what else to say true, true. <laughs> um yeah i don't know it was just hilarious and like it was it was an suv like it could have been a truck like it just so conveniently was an suv that like could seat three people and it just like was like trying to be stealth about it but it's like bright orange you're like yeah (laughs) even Hayes is like oh yeah we won't be like a moving target in this i'm like right yeah 
Um, but Hayes mentions that he, like we mentioned this earlier, like Hayes mentions that he'll need sunscreen when they get to their destination, which is the beach. And Tim mentions, you know, he doesn't have it. Um, and then that's when the line about burying your neck in the sand comes up. So yeah, the sass on this man is real. I enjoyed that they had like an outdoor scene. Yeah. Like that they filmed on like the actual beach and like the lifeguard stand I wouldn't yeah. have thought would have been like a a choice or like not where I thought they were gonna go I thought they were just literally gonna like camp out on the beach or something for a bit yeah. but I guess it makes sense to have like some kind of shelter yeah for it, so. um but it turns out that he set Nolan and Bradford up to basically get killed the ADA texted Nolan and the hit team wasn't trying to kill Hayes. They were actually trying to rescue him. So Nolan questions how they found Hayes with no phone or internet on him. And Tim finds a tracking device in his shoe. So that kind of explains why Hayes was probably like, you know, it's stupid if we move because we're, you know. Right, because he wanted them to be able yeah. to be able to find him. Yeah. But like he they were gonna find him anyway with the tracker. So yeah. yeah. Um, so then they like hook Hayes up because the only way that like they're gonna those guys are gonna come up is to get Hayes. So Brolin has their guns drawn and they keep Hayes with them, who is just talking on and on and on. And Tim's had enough of his BS. Like he tells him to shut up and then elbows him in the back of the head, knocking him to the ground. And it's just, I don't know, it's just too good. Like Tim is he does not put up with any bullshit. Like he really does not. In some way, though, I almost kind of wanted like Nolan to be the one to do it though, because it was yeah. like he essentially like implied, like or indirectly referenced Captain Anderson again, like you know, because he was yeah. like, "You want another one of your officers to like be killed?" And it's like, "Okay, shut up now!" <laughs> like exactly. Yeah. Um, but as they see the cartel coming up, John points out that there are three of them, and Tim's like, "It's almost a fair fight." I mean, I guess I, I wish like, I had his confidence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, Tim, I don't know, like, they're both strong, they, they're capable of it, like, they can get themselves out of anything, but I don't know, these cartel guys look pretty big, uh-huh. um, but then, like, we see, like, John and uh, Tim kind of take different positions on the lifeguard, like, stand, um, and Tim jumps down from, like, inside of it, and stealthily, like, gets out of it, with his gun still drawn, um, and Hayes decides that he is like one more thing to say, like after everyone is taken down and he's just like, so I guess my immunity deal is out the window. <laughs> At which point I would be like, please shut up for the love of God, like, please just do it. Um, but then as you know, no one is like handcuffing one of the cartel guys, like Tim gives no one a little nod, like you did good. And that's proud Tim, Tim Bradford alert right there. Yeah. Probably like one of the only well no I'm pretty sure it is like the only time we've seen that like between those two yeah characters but then also can I please just say that like Tim moving so stealthily shouldn't have been that like fun to watch but it just was like I just enjoyed seeing him do it was and I need Lucy to see him doing it please and her just being like in awe um but then brolin is walking in the district with delmani and bradford doesn't fail to mention what delmani's guides did wrong like they were supposed to give pays 
a thorough pat down before bringing him into a safe house and how did they miss him having a tracking device but apparently the deputy that patted him down confessed to slipping Hayes the tracking chip and deputy is in custody now too so Hayes is facing half a dozen new charges and will do 20 years easy and that's if he still cooperates so that's where we left off with them um it was a good Tim and Nolan scene I mean like I don't know I would like to see more of it it was good I like like I said I regret like I think it was the fourth episode that we've ever done of this podcast where I was like you want I know I literally remember what I said I'm like you know what I'm not here for like I regret saying that I'm here for it guys like let me just amend that statement now I mean I don't need like a long storyline of them I don't need it like all the time oh no 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 but But I just I enjoy it yeah I do like though that they switch up the uh partnerships a little bit more like Mm -hmm. I I hope that they continue to do that because it's a nice like refreshing thing to see yeah um but then we also had some other like side plots so one was Talia and Lucy partnering up and um it was like because well they went over to the hospital after no it was before the earthquake um and Lucy's dad was injured so he was like laying in bed getting ready for surgery um and she's it's the scene that when she's talking to her dad in Cantonese and then Tally's outside in like the lobby all I can think about for some odd reason is that rookie crack video when they do that scene and have the question marks around Tally's head and then the clip of a possible like reaction for her and being like I don't know what they're saying it's just a funny video and I I don't know why that's all that I could think about when I was watching that scene but it was just funny so well um, even Talia noticed it and was like oh it's awkward like Lucy just sitting on her phone by yeah her dad's bedside so yeah well and like Lucy's dad was assaulted by a patient during the alternative anger therapy and so his arm's broken and then he needed x-rays and no surgery but um Lucy's like what was his name like I need to go and take care of this and her dad is so against it so well like I just liked the line that was like Lucy was like the law is clear and her dad was like no the law is broken like he's very much like adamant that it's like a broken system and that like Lucy's working for this broken system like he's not supportive in the least in like her job choice yeah to go and well, be a cop. and then like her mom had called and watching 309 again this weekend like I don't know why but I just did not picture that to be her mom like Lauren Tom to I oh really Lauren Tom could play her mom but I mm-hmm. guess I didn't picture her mom being like that like I knew that they were going to be unsupportive of her like career but yeah I don't know I, I I guess I don't know like how to explain it right I mean I feel like you just didn't think that like her mom would be like as harsh as like her dad maybe yeah. or like yeah. well that and the fact that we haven't actually gotten her parents in the same scene like those two like, actors together. yeah mm-hmm. well especially because we had that one um scene of like where her mom came and was like mm-hmm. yeah we're getting a divorce like it is right. weird that we've never seen them together though right so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's what I was thinking too um yeah. but yeah do you want to take it from here yeah I mean like because the case that they had handled beforehand like Lucy and Talia was like there was um they were getting a teenage boy free from his mom 
who was like holding him captive and like away from his girlfriend um and like yeah it was very very weird um but like I guess why they kind of had it in there was so like because later in the episode Lucy was telling the couple that like if they advocate for the boy's mom that like she could maybe get the help that she needs um and like Lucy's dad had overheard it as he was just like kind of I don't know just getting up and walking around I don't know like why he was doing that exactly before he was supposed to have surgery but whatever um just so he was you know able to hear that um and he was telling Lucy that like he was impressed and like that she was honest and um kind with them and like I was so happy I remember watching it for the first time like this episode and I was like okay good they've gotten somewhere they're making a turn in their relationship and then gosh darn it the patient that broke his arm came in was like I'm sorry I'm sorry and um and Lucy took him in yeah which was just sad because it's like the scene before that was like Lucy getting emotional you know about how like the job makes her happy it's who she is like she wants to be the one to change the system and like the look in her dad or like on her dad's face was like seemed to kind of understand or like trying to understand what she was coming from it was just such an important scene because like obviously foreshadowing like later what happens but yeah and then like you said she has to arrest the patient um and like Lucy's dad like begging her to let him go she can't Mm -hmm. um she said that she'll be right here when he gets out of surgery he's like don't bother like poor Lucy like she looks so sad leaving yeah yeah it's interesting that he was like you know you were so honest and kind with that and then yeah like you had said you know they were making a good turn but I don't know I mean I can see why he was annoyed and he was mad but it's also like she's your daughter though like she comes first in your eyes and for her you come first like she will do anything she has to to protect you and I don't know I wonder like if part of him was feeling guilty for being like that after the fact maybe like I wonder what like there because in 309 or no it was after 309 it was in man of honor like Jackson had told um you know her mom like what Lucia did I wonder if like they have come to terms with her being a cop after hearing like her story and seeing like you know what she's done and they just don't want to admit it to her yet like yeah. it would be interesting to see them come back in season four and kind of see like if they've grown a little bit or if yeah. Lucy is still like if she still has a strained relationship with them yeah or like I don't know because like you can like something mm-hmm. or well no see I should know this because I took psychology classes myself because there's like acceptance and then there's like you can like something um like you can accept something but not have to like it and then possibly it works uh vice versa uh but not always and so I, do, I don't know what stage exactly that her parents are at but yeah I feel like I feel like it will be addressed at another time because I feel like the the intersection between like psychology and criminology will make another appearance I'm sure yeah especially if like because I feel like since Lucy is very like emotionally uh like I don't even know what the word is I'm trying to think like she's very like uh I guess empathetic I guess is the word I'm looking for yeah um like not that I want something to happen to Jackson like no 
I don't. But like, if something were to happen to Jackson, I feel like she would question like the why behind yeah. it or like what would make a person do it. So like, I feel like that could possibly be another opportunity to like kind of bring up the you know like her psychology background and then maybe her parents can somehow make an appearance in that way I don't know she would definitely feel in terms of Lucy and Nolan she would feel Jackson's death more right like not just because they're roommates but I feel like well one they're closer in age I'm sure right and two they've literally been through everything together i mean we've seen yeah. jackson give her a necklace mm-hmm. after you know they became p2s like yeah. he's seen how her parents are with her like it would just hit her a lot harder than it would hit nolan yeah. not saying that it wouldn't hit nolan hard um no, yeah but, but i feel like it would almost be like because nolan is so um paternal mm-hmm. it would like make him want to check on henry make sure henry's yeah. okay but then also probably like since there is such an age difference between Lucy and Nolan, maybe he can finally just like be there for her in like a friend yeah. capacity. So maybe that's why the dang hand hold thing happens. Like, you know, maybe they're finally like just being a normal couple of pals and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder couple. if like, if ever in the Academy, and this is before John and Lucy ever dated, if he saw them more as like because they are kind of closer in age to his kids if he saw them more as like his kids like his pseudo kids you know Mm -hmm. but then that would be very weird because of (laughs) what happened in season one very Um, weird so maybe not I mean maybe he saw Jackson more like that like probably because it's like a a male and yeah yeah he has a son already yeah um probably yeah I, mean, I still want to know can I have I need another flashback to not that I need to see Lucy and Nolan together but like <laughs> I just need to know like why I need to know why it happens like that's yeah that's my why that's the why that I need to know about is why yeah. like out why of it happens. all of the men at the academy like I I get dating like you know in where mm-hmm. you work and stuff I mean like when yeah. you're spending all of your time there but all of the guys at the academy I don't know it just is weird right it's weird just like yeah I just want to know like how they all kind of got you know like that trio kind of came together I want to know well and like had Jackson and Lucy ever had a moment or did he just come straight out when they met and he was like you know I'm gay like I don't know yeah and even oh my god I mean I feel like that would be I feel like he was like I feel like his character is like established in the way that like he yeah like he knew about himself yeah um what if similar into the you know like when we saw Captain Anderson in that flashback what if we get a flashback with Jackson like and it's like their first day at the academy and it's like after he you know Y'all can't see me, but I'm making this face at Jennifer like I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh God, I can't. But like, I don't. Oh I could God. see it. I could see them kind of drawing that parallel, but I not being their their last day, but their first yeah, day. But their first day. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. Good I don't thing know. We're, like, good thing we're at the last little part because. <laughs> <laughs> need to be done 
goodness. Oh my god. I can't. I don't know like, if it would happen in 401. I don't think it would. I think no, it would happen like so at either. a memorial forum because they're definitely gonna have a memorial. Oh my god. I need to oh stop. My god, stop. Don't put that in the universe. <laughs> no, but I can see the like I can see it from a storyline writing TV angle standpoint yeah. of like it how that could work. Of course, see, now I also want to know, though, are you actually crying? No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, God, did I actually make you cry? No, I made myself, like, tear up, though, with that headcanon. Oh, God. Because Um, I need it now. Like, my God. Well, like, I also want to know, though, if, like, the TOs, like, ever made appearances at, like, the Academy at, like, any point in time. Or, like, did they teach courses? Did they ever, like... You know, because, like, they had that one scene in, like, season one, I think, of, like, they're, like, that, uh, like, not boxing, but, like, the, you know, when they're, like, fighting or whatever on the, yeah like, mats. Like, is there a class they have to take? Is it, like, a just a thing that they yeah did in their off time? Like, I, I would think know. that they would have, like, the Academy would have brought in some TOs or detectives or something just to kind of, like, show, like, the cadets. Mm-hmm. or recruits as they called them like you yeah. know what what it was like mm-hmm. I don't know but now I need a flashback of the rookies like first day of the academy yeah but I don't know I might like be like sad about it forever so I don't know I don't know if I want that um but speaking of Jackson we yeah. have the last little section of him and it was him of him and Gino I miss um, them. I'm so bitter about them not working out. Either. I'm just bitter about all of Jackson's relationships not working out. Like you can't. I mean, yes, like heartache happens and like breakups happen, but there had to have been one that stuck. Good, right? Like I want Isaac to come back. Can Isaac yeah. make an appearance in season four? I have this theory that and Jackson's okay. They did work out like it did go somewhere. They just didn't show it as much. I hope so. And if that's the case, then like you know jackson's not okay then they did both of those actors and characters so dirty like they did um but jackson got mad when gino showed up and brought his off-duty weapon which he left at his house because jackson could get in serious trouble over that Mm -hmm. um and so he kind of just like brushes off gino and just you know is like Mm -hmm. i'll talk to you later um and then he got worried when he couldn't get a hold of Gino at the hospital yeah. after the earthquake. His like um, line of like the last thing he said was like in anger. Like yeah. I, I hesitate to say I liked that line, but I just did. I liked how it was written. I liked how uh, Titus portrayed it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, they had to go to the hospital anyway after being thrown by the high guy. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what to call him. he was like out of his mind. I didn't even like read that before I said it and then after I said it I was like wait that should actually be the guy who was high yeah I know this is what happens when I like just when I like free verse it and I like I'm not looking at anything and I'm just like going off of like what I've already watched in my mind it's all good you know I mean it's just (laughs) we're like at the tail end of the podcast so you know at this point like crazy guy yeah it's just it's it's getting a little haywire here um but then you know the guy who is high gets the glass out of his head and he and gino make up so that was a happy ending for jackson 
I mean, because, like, I don't know. I liked their conversation because, like, Cordina was, like, you know, trying to, like, stitch up Jackson or whatever. And he's like, no, you know, it's okay. Like, I deserve, you know, to be in a little bit of, like, pain or discomfort just because, you know, of how they left everything. So I was, like, I remember when I first watched it, I was, like, oh, shoot, are they, like, gonna be done now? Like, is this not gonna go well? But then it it all worked out and it was all okay. So, yeah, I kind of wish they had uh like made it into season two i just wish that one of jackson's relationships like made it longer than a few episodes yeah um but i don't think that we have any other notes on this episode i mean we're bordering like two hours and 45 minutes so i mean (laughs) thank you everyone for sticking around (laughs) sounds about right we have reached our limit i think um but you can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore if you're not completely done with us in our chaos at this point um or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts um we're looking forward to like hearing everyone's theories um you know not just the ones that we said tonight and then just hearing everyone's thoughts about like season four so you can find us individually on Twitter too. I'm at jstark804. And I'm at Carrie Hyman. That's where all our controlled chaos is, guys, as I said last episode. Yeah. It's kind of where it is. You do a better job at like tweeting like more like rookie and like other show stuff. Like I don't I tweet do, as much. I do and I tweet too much. So there we go. We balance it out. It's okay. I won't see your stuff until like hours later. And then it's just <laughs> all on my timeline at once. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Like, <laughs> honestly, it's a wonder that we have, that we still put up with each other. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know like how you deal with me and my antics. <laughs> I really don't. Wouldn't want to do this podcast with anyone else. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, we, we like I said earlier, we literally share one brain cell. Like we will tweet each other or not tweet each other but like dm and text each other the same thing and like share the same instagram posts to each other and we're like just legit like, and we're okay. like on all at any given time we're on one of those three like mediums yeah and if like i just come off of twitter and like go on the instagram like you're right there <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just so crazy yeah. yeah um but make sure that you check out our t public store too if you want some merch um i just came up with a new idea too so you might see that soon i don't know um okay (laughs) but yeah you'll see those new designs from m and you know t public is having a lot of sales so keep an eye out for discounted merch um i just would like to reiterate that the designs that she's done are like so good they are they really are good like and like there isn't a lot of rookie merch around there but like the the merch that there is is top-notch chef's Mm -hmm. kiss so next week we are doing our first ever wish list episode for season four so if you have anything that you would like to see happen in season four please send them our way through email somehow happen to like miss yeah something because i don't know if we've got if we got every single thing yeah or if we miss like a piece of news or something you know share it like yeah we would love it so we want to hear like what you're hoping will happen who you know you would like to possibly see like guest star on the show the rookie always gets yeah. good guest stars so you know i mean if you have any like guest star ideas like send them our way we 
are seriously just like doing this for fun. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And also guys, I swear that like, we're almost done. Okay. Like stick with it. <laughs> um, as a fun little way to like kick off season four, we decided to host our first like giveaway on our Twitter page. Yay. And all you have to do is make sure that you're following us. We'll put out a tweet tomorrow too about it or on Tuesday when this drops. Um, but all you will have to do is like, make sure that you're following us, retweet the tweet that we're going to be putting out and then reply to it with either a GIF or a picture of your favorite character. It can be whoever from the rookie villain, main character. Yeah, I was say, disliked character, liked character, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, no oh. judgment. Um, you can even share like your favorite line from them too. Like if you want, cause that would be really fun. Um, but yeah, we'll be t picking two winners and they'll receive a shirt with the design of their choice and then two sticker designs. So keep an eye out for that tweet. Make sure that you enter the giveaway. Um, it'll be going from the 14th until like the 22nd. So you'll have, you know, about a week for it. Um, but yeah, make sure to keep an eye on our Twitter page. We have the giveaway coming. We have um, some really fun content coming also. You might want to like, I don't know, not mute us, but like, I don't know. It's just, it might be a, a lot, but you know, it's fun. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. Great content still coming for the rest of the Yeah. Season, so. Yeah. You know, so send us your thoughts and hopes for season four and we'll be back next week with an all new episode. Bye guys. Bye. Go get them, boo.